Hello, livestock friends, and welcome to this edition of Before the Bid. This is a podcast dedicated to the livestock sales industry where we go behind the scenes of the operation and speak straight to the sellers. We discuss topics about the important aspects of their operation, location, the people behind the prep work, and talk about some of the animals that will be offered to you, the prospective buyers. Hopefully, you've got your sale catalog close by. You might have to go look through that pile on your desk. But if not, then you're probably like me and driving down the road or busy with chores around the farm. And that's okay, too. Wherever you are and whatever you're doing, I hope you enjoy this segment of Before the Bid. I'm your host, Andy Howell. Welcome Livestock Friends to this edition of Before the Bid Podcast and on this one we stay right here in my home state in Indiana. We go north of us quite a bit but up there about where I grew up, not not very far, about 40 minutes from where I grew up and was raised and we're going to talk some Shorthorn and Shorthorn Plus cattle and we're going to visit with a third generation Shorthorn breeder and also this is their second sale. They had one last year. We personally went up, stopped in, looked at the cattle and and actually bid on some of them and kind of upset I didn't get one of them. So uh, we're going to have to make our way back up there and we're going to go to Moreland, Indiana. We're going to talk with Wayne Jester on this one and he's going to fill us in on some history and things and got a really neat cow story that I want to bring out for you. And then we're going to go through these awesome lots. I got to tell you, Brandy and I brought these up. They are on their Facebook page. We brought them up and we just oohed and awed over all of these cattle. So I am really, really excited about these cattle. And, and letting Wayne tell you about them. Just what a nice set that Wayne and Joyce have put together. Wayne, got a little rain tonight, but not quite as much as you, you really wanted, but but things are all right up there in Moreland, right? We would have liked to have had more, but we've we've been getting enough rain to keep the grass going along. Right. And also, you guys have a, a row crop operation that I want you to kind of bring out in this one. And uh, Wayne, I guess start just a bit, if you would, and, and tell some history. How did you guys get started? You're a third-generation breeder. How did this whole thing start for you guys? My grandpa gave me and my brother a shorthorn heifer and a shorthorn steer, mm-hmm. and it was all kind of downhill from there. <laughs> he raised shorthorn cattle and wanted to continue that along, and then my dad and mom supported the program, and now I'm trying to pass it along to the fourth generation. Right. Now, did they always have shorthorns, you said, or or did they have some other breeds and things? There was a time that we bred with commercial bulls, but we've taken the herd back to about half pure blood and half commercial right now that we use the half commercial for recip cows for our embryo program. Mm -hmm. Now, you're running shorthorn, shorthorn plus, anything else kind of mixed in there? We've purchased a few Angus in the last couple of years. Okay. So we've, we've got four Angus cows. Okay. Now, i got to harass you a little bit. How soon till we see some of these Angus on this sale? <laughs> <laughs> we've got a really good Angus heifer out in Kansas that's doing really well, and her full sib went out there again. Okay. So we'll see. We'll see how our Angus program goes, but we're we're pretty happy about it. Right. Well, that's great. And, and doing the double breed thing, and that's good. And, and if you can breed Angus as well as you can shorthorn, why uh, the Angus world's got uh, some more competition to it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, Wayne, tell us about your operation now and what you guys are doing. Uh, you have some crops and things going on, and tell us about that a little bit, and then we'll we'll get into the family and introducing those. 
we calve 85 cows. Mm-hmm. Like I said, about half and half. Mm-hmm. We have a pure blood Angus bull, two pure blood shorthorns, and then a plus bull mm-hmm. that we run with the various herds, small herds in the different pastures, mm-hmm. uh, less than 30 on each pasture. Mm-hmm. Then we row crop around 700 acres, just enough to try to keep the cow herd going. Mm-hmm. Work with my parents. Mm-hmm. And then naturally my kids are now getting old enough to take an interest in the row crop and the cattle operation. And they are working with us also. Mm-hmm. Now you guys are feeding some things out too as well. Yes, all of our calves that don't make the sale get fed out, and we have a small freezer beef operation, and then uh, the rest go to market. Okay, and the freezer beef thing growing here in the last couple of years? Seems to be really taking off a lot more than what the packing plant can handle. Oh, <laughs> that's a good thing. Yes. That's a so, good thing. Yes, the, in the last two years, our freezer program's doubled. Oh, well, that's great. That's great. You talked about the family just a little. If you would, why don't you introduce them and and tell us a little bit about uh, all of those. My wife, Joyce, we've been married for 20 plus years. Mm -hmm. Our oldest son, Rylan, just got his driver's license in June. Oh, wow. uh, 16 years old. Uh He has been working the past few years for Kate's Farms. Mm Mm-hmm. And this year, he went to work for Smith in Pendleton. Mm -hmm. So he's working for Mitchell Smith. Mm -hmm. Just really enjoys what he does. And is you know, just picking up things from Tyler Cates and Kyle Shuffler and Mitchell Smith just every day. Every day is a, you know, a a growth potential with that group. Right. What a bonus that is. As you're saying that, what a bonus that is to bring back to your operation uh, to hang with guys like those guys. And and to be right centrally located in the middle of such, such a good group of farms, not only those two, but numerous others. Right. It's, It's incredible incredible what central indiana has going on right now right that is a hotbed right there where you guys are yes the you know and it's not just the shorthorn breed it's all of the all of the show cattle mm-hmm. here and the successes that the farms have had is just amazing mm-hmm. it's kind of like you talked about you've got 30 in a pasture that's not the greatest cattle ground it's it's really really good right. row crop ground Right. You know, you're getting far and few between on some of the pastures around. Right. But yes, you're correct. And and these pastures are getting more expensive. (laughs) Right. By the day, it seems like. Right. With the price of the commodities out here. Right. But my middle daughter then, Haley, is doing extremely well here. She is 14 and really taken a huge interest over the last couple of years in showmanship. Mm Mm-hmm. And presenting these cattle in the show ring and actually has gotten to the point where she just placed an IJBCA the other evening at third in her age division. Oh, wow. That's great. She's really excited. Doing very well at Junior Nationals has placed in her age group the last two years mm-hmm. in the top five. Oh, that's great. So uh, taking a huge interest in showmanship on the calves, and Ryland has even elected a couple times to have her show his heifer. Oh, wow. So as bad as they hate to admit it, they like to work together. So, <laughs> Well, that's good. 
And then um, youngest daughter, Lindsay, is naturally coming along very well. Her heifer was purchased from Cornerstone Farms this year. Mm-hmm and done a great job with her. When we got the heifer, she needed a little bit of work, and Lindsay done a very good job working with her and then getting her presented in the show ring. Mm -hmm. Caught a very bad age group for this year for Shorthorns in Indiana, Mm -hmm. but did a great job, kept her head up the entire year, and done done a wonderful job presenting her heifer. Good. Going to be a great heifer as a donor cow. Mm Mm-hmm for future born and raised heifers Mm -hmm. all three of them do a great job with getting them fit and presented and then doing the work at home to make it worth it right right and i've seen them on the road and they do work together quite well and you guys flat get them presented and and ready to go so so do you want to introduce mom and dad as well since they're still on the, the row crop Yes, we still work with everything on the halves with Phil and Marlene, my mom and dad. Mm-hmm. They've been a key point in getting everything started and keeping everything going. Dad, or Papal, as the kids would introduce him as, mm-hmm. just wants to feed cows every day. <laughs> and um, that's a good thing and a bad thing. Right. We have everything taken very well care of. Some of the some of the cows are taken probably a little too good at care <laughs> of. I have a hard time uh, with them going a little bit hungry, don't they? Yes, yes. <laughs> um, doesn't like to have anything ball mm-hmm. at any point in time. Really wants to keep everything to where it's not hungry. Right, right. But really enjoys watching the kids going to the fairs, watching them show. They both still go to all the fairs and mm-hmm. sit and watch and then go home and take care of the work at home while we're away. Right, yeah. So, yeah, v- very key part in getting us to the point we're at and helping us stay here. Right, right. And it also helps you you work off the farm as well. Correct. And so some daily things can be taken care of there as well. So uh, really, really good situation. Yes. Very ideal for where we're at right now. Mm -hmm. Yes. Well, that's great. And also uh, probably great right around breeding time as he can go watch some heats and things. And you guys do an extensive AI program. Yeah. We'll always come in. We have a board that everything's up on. And what what cows were expecting to come in heat and does the morning checks and will keep me well informed of what's going on here while I'm at work or while while Joyce is away too. Right. So helps keep everything going and keep the the operation moving while we're away or at work or at school. Right. And and speaking of, of the AI and the breeding and things, what are your, some of your breeding philosophies, some of your breeding goals? What do you look for to breed these cattle to, and, and how do you guys go about that? One of the key points in the shorthorn breed, as well as everybody knows, is we've been working at calf size for, for quite a few years. Mm-hmm. So we've been really concentrating on getting the calf size, keeping the calf size moderate, mm-hmm. moderate to low, mm-hmm. and then having the the weaning weight, the yearling weight in return. Mm-hmm. So keeping the growth side of it on the backside. Mm-hmm. And in doing so, not trying to give up the show ring appeal and the performance. Mm-hmm. So 
it's it's been rather difficult on the short horns, mm-hmm. but we've tried to work our way through it. the The biggest thing that probably the that we get faulted for is when we do end up in the show ring here, we get faulted for looking too much like a cow, mm-hmm. or this is the cow prospect of the class. Right. And the kids have been frustrated over that over the past, mm-hmm. and. As they get older, they learn that that you need that cow prospect to have the show calf. Right. So we've been building the herd with cow prospects Mm -hmm. and then reaping the benefit of having the show prospect out of the cow. Mm -hmm. So kind of a two-sided coin there, so to speak, as you need one to create the other one. Right. You need a good cow with maternal instincts and characteristics to create the show calf. Right. The plan to keep going that way, you think, and and keep breeding females and and kind of shooting off, kind of depending on where this thing actually keeps going, that kind of the goal, keep breeding those cows then and and just make show prospects out of them. Yeah, very much so. And still breed for good cows along the way. Right. You know, you still have to have one to create the other one. Right. The show calves... You know, they go, just as you know, in spurts, mm-hmm. one direction or another. Right, right. Seems like what the judges are picking. Mm-hmm. You have to kind of take it all with a grain of salt and stay somewhere in the middle of the road mm-hmm. and keep your program moving forward. Right. And that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to pick that middle of the road mm-hmm. avenue and just stay with good functional cattle square from the ground up. Right. And keep them good, structurally sound, and then work out from there. Right, and you can do that as long as you got that base. So, uh, I I uh, yes, I enjoy that philosophy that you guys have. So, and speaking of that, you guys have done a, a very good job of doing that and, and producing some of these show calves out of these good production females. And so, if you would, Wayne, tell us a little bit. Uh, you've had some successes here over the past couple of years. Quite a bit. We're we're real happy with where we've been at. We're extremely happy with some of these cows that have our prefix on both sides of them. Mm-hmm. Been doing very well at, at Kentucky Beef Expo, Ohio Beef Expo. We've had a lot of success with the local shows, with the kids, Beef Congress, State Fair. We've had good success. It's, it's been rather rewarding here seen it come full circle mm-hmm. if you would why don't you be a little specific on on some of those successes here in the last couple of years well this past year has been one of our better ones mm-hmm. we were champion shorthorn heifer at the open show at the indiana state fair mm-hmm. and premier breeder at the open show we had three division champions and did very well mm-hmm. at the 21 State Fair. Did really good at the 4-H show at the State Fair. Two division champions there. Mm-hmm. You know, just an excellent year in 2021 put together. Really enjoyed jackpot showing. Mm-hmm. We had four top five finishes and three top three finishes oh, wow. in the IJBCA jackpot showing. Mm-hmm. And then really good at expos. Mm -hmm. We attend the Kentucky Beef Expo and the Ohio Beef Expo. Mm -hmm. This past year, we had the champion shorthorn sale heifer at Kentucky and the high seller. Mm -hmm. And we have a full sieve to her selling 
in this year's sale as lot three. Mm-hmm. And then at the Ohio Beef Expo, we had Champion Shorthorn Heifer and the Champion Shorthorn Plus Heifer, which we have a full sieve to her selling as lot two in this year's sale. Uh-huh. So we're really excited with where our program has been the last couple of years and that we have matings to offer in this year's sale that we are very confident in where they're going to go. Right. And you can see some of these guys if you go looking on their Facebook page, Jester Farms Facebook page. They've got a lot of pictures of these up there and, and pictures of, of cattle they've sold. Wayne, why don't you, you tell about some of those cattle that, that came out of that sale last year. And again, uh, I was up there and, and saw those cattle and really wanted one of these heifers and things just didn't quite work out. And I probably should have went ahead and bought her. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. We had quite a few. We had a couple of really good heifers last year mm-hmm. that went on to do quite a bit of success in the show ring. We had a heifer reserve division at the Indiana Beef Congress mm-hmm. this past year. And then she went on to win third overall in Washington County at their county fair. And family is extremely happy with where she was at. And they've already been here three times looking through the heifers this year. Right. We had a plus heifer that went through last year's sale that was division champion at Dixie. Mm-hmm. And done very well for Hill family last year. Then we had a heifer was third overall at Adams County Fair. Mm-hmm plus heifer that did very well for the Lefevre family. Mm-hmm. So that's quite a bit of success through last year's sale being at our first production sale. Right. And we were, we were happy with where we ended up. Right. Sounds like you should be. A lot of those cattle coming out of there. And, and again, I was there to see them and uh, they were, they were the real deal. So I want to wish you congratulations on a great year last year with those. And this set coming up that we're going to talk about, they've got the potential to, to smoke last year, I think. Uh, we're real happy with where we're at. Thank you very much. Well, Wayne, before we get into those, you have a neat story about a cow that's going to come into play here because she's got some progeny in this sale. And, and if you would, uh, I just thought this was a neat story about a cow that, you know, sometimes sometimes things happen for a reason and sometimes you don't think they're going to happen and sometimes they almost happen by accident. And, and I just thought this was, this was really a, a neat story. Scott Turnipole was going to a shorthorn sale, and I told him that I would be interested in buying some eggs, mm-hmm. and he bought a package of eggs that Brian Cates had bought the heifer on. Mm-hmm. And he called me after he bought them, and he said, hey, if you don't want them, I'll take them. Mm-hmm. But I bought this package of eggs, and I bought it because Brian Cates bought the, the heifer. Right. Right. And it ended up being, I went ahead and bought the, the package eggs, and two of the four of them stuck. Mm-hmm. We kept one heifer. We sold one at Louisville when they still had the heifer sale at Louisville, shorthorn heifer sale. Mm-hmm. And she ended up, 2014, she won the Hoosier Beef Congress. Lady Cornerstone Heifer that we raised from that egg. Mm-hmm. And so far, one of the most successful heifers we've had here. Mm-hmm. We have three heifers in the sale that are out of her and done very well for us. Uh, Ryland showed her in 2014, and it was 
his most favorite cow and probably the entire family's hmm. most favorite cow on the farm. Right. We ended up losing her last year to kind of a freak accident, but we do have quite a bit of her embryos in the tank mm -hmm. still, and we're real happy with her as we have mated her to numerous bulls along the way. Mm -hmm. We do have three heifers offered out of her in the sale. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's kind of a weird <laughs> deal of getting to you know, probably one of your best heifers so far and kind of cool along the way. Right. Yeah. And, and Scott calls up and says, Hey, I got these. And yeah, we had Scott on, on the podcast. It's been oh, like the you? first year. Yeah. A couple of years ago, he was, he was one of the first still oh, three or four or five uh, guests on the podcast. So, uh, yeah. what a good program they have. And that was how he opened up the conversation is, I, Hey, I bought these and I'll keep them <laughs> if you don't want them, but there you go. Did you guys have a couple laughs? Did he ever kick himself oh, yeah. for that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very much so. And he, he told me he should have kept them and not called. So, yeah, there you go. <laughs> His misfortune has turned into your fortune. Exactly. Well, he had the chance. <laughs> well, that's good. But that was quite a bit of insight, too, to, to look at that and say, oh, yeah, well, I guess if, if Cates has bought the – bought the full sister or the the full sib to him why you know they got to be worth something so yeah uh, that's a neat story about how that came about and, and not a bad move on on either of your parts no not on any on all the several <laughs> parts so we're pretty happy with it that's great that's awesome again you guys are going to have a sale and you're going to have your second sale uh have you learned a lot from last year yeah, and and what they've always said is that, you know, it gets easier after you try to do something. But right. Mitchell Smith, had um, he came up and looked through the calves last year, and he said, you need to have a sale. And I mm -hmm. said, I can't have a sale. I don't know anything about it. Mm -hmm. And he said, I got this. You know, this is, we'll, we'll work our way through it. Mm -hmm. And there was bumps in the road, things that we didn't understand, things that we didn't, we didn't know till you go through it. Right. And had a great sale. Great experience. Mitchell did a great job. Willoughby did a great job with helping us get through it. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody says the first one's your hardest one. Right. Second one will get easier. We are extremely happy with the traffic that we've had so far this year. Mm -hmm. Quite a bit more traffic than we, we experienced all of last year. Different people, different states. Just extremely blessed with where we're at at, at this point in time. Just like we've said, great people to help you and work with you throughout the process. Mm -hmm. We have our sale closes on the 20th, September the 20th. We have an open house here at the farm on September the 18th. We're going to have food that evening. Barn will be open all day. Mm -hmm. Of course, our barn is open from now until the 20th. Mm -hmm. So if anybody's interested in making arrangements, shoot us a call, shoot us a text, or just stop by. Right. We'd be more than happy to show the cattle off. Right. We really enjoy it. Yeah. Personal experience last year. That's what we did. Allie, I think my daughter texted, I think it was Haley, texted her and says, hey, can we come by and, and see those cattle? We were in the area and and uh, we sure did. And, and you guys yes. are very accommodating yeah. and, and appreciated that very much. That's what we get the most of is people just pulling in the driveway. Right. Well, that's and great. We love it. Yeah. 
Well, when does this sale open up on Willoughby sales? When when can they start bidding on these cattle? The 20th okay. on that morning. Okay, so it's on that morning. The morning okay. of the 20th. Okay, and then it ends that night of the 20th. Yes, okay. correct. Great. Good deal. Yeah, and again, that's on that's on Willoughby sales, and so a good, good platform there, and opens that up, and, and you guys can get on there and bid. And uh, Wayne, you, you ready to start going through some of these cattle? Sure, sure. Okay. The lot one, just, uh, and I'll pull up the pedigree uh, stuff here, but the lot one, as I said, we were messing around here on Facebook and looking at them, and, man, she just hits you right out of the gate. Lot one is a an amazing heifer. She's been one of my favorites from the day she hit the ground. Mona Lisa, hot commodity. Mm-hmm. The cow is a Mona Lisa Sunny Deuce, full sieve to one of them that Tyler flushes. And Tyler's mm-hmm. been after me for a couple of years to get this cow flushed. And, of course, I'm a little slow, but I finally <laughs> I finally got around to it, and I'm extremely happy that, that I did what I did. Mm-hmm. She has already been hanging banners. She won the 2021 Cattle Bonanza, the Shorthorn Pureblood Heifer. Mm-hmm. Very, very square, very big body, deep ribbed heifer. Got an extremely attractive side profile. I mean, she mm-hmm. just hits you from the side and with her color markings and her lines, her top line, her deep rib shape, and she's hard to get past. Mm-hmm. Very nice heifer. Um, everybody that's been through here has been on lot one really mm-hmm. really takes the good picture and really grabs you and points you in the right direction for the sale right and we can see these if if maybe they're not watching the podcast video maybe they want to go back and watch something else or or they're listening and and maybe they want to jump on there they are on youtube as well they can go to your facebook page yes jester farms there's a post there with a nice looking white female and and then they've got that link right there if you want to uh, follow along again if you're not watching the podcast video you can do that as well so so a great way to start, and, and number two sure doesn't back up much. Lot two is a full sieve to the heifer that won the Ohio Beef Expo sale, plus heifer. Mm-hmm. We are really happy with this heifer. She has our prefix on both sides. A tamale cow that won the, the state show mm-hmm. a couple years ago, and a bull that we raised from an egg that we bought off Cates's, a Mona Lisa solution egg that has been doing some wonderful things the last couple of years mm-hmm. we're really happy with where he's at but beautiful blue roan female the youngest heifer in the sale right and giving a little bit of time knowing what this mating does she will not disappoint anybody this time next year when we come out of winter she's going to be one that's going to be hard to get around in that april division yeah, I was gonna say, don't hurt her because she's young, because she is. She's a middle of April female, so, so yes, yeah, a little more green, but but boy, I'm like you. I think she's got a whole whole lot of future, in, in my personal opinion, I guess. Yes, and we've we've been day weaning her here last few weeks, and she's really been popping here lately. I think by mm-hmm. by sale date, by open house date, people are really gonna be happy with where she's at. Mm-hmm. We go on to to tag three. We got another really nice roan marked for a February purebred. Yeah, lot three is a pureblood. Lehman's bought a full sib to her through the Kentucky Beef Expo sale last year. 
and we're real happy with their purchase there. She was a fall born. We bought off of Kate's again. She is a uh, Augusta Pride Red Rock, and the calf is back to hot commodity. Extremely good mating, very sound, square from the ground up, deep-bodied, good rib-shaped female, and it just has a great disposition. We've showed her a couple times. The kids just love her, and she's just very, very sound, very square. Might be a little green right now, uh, but she will get there. Mm-hmm. She's a um, very nice, nice structured female. Mm-hmm. She is sure really neat. Loud roan, uh, redneck. She is. She is a cool looking deal. Yes. What about tag four? Tag four might be the sleeper of the sale. Tag four is a solid red female, comes out of a show heifer of Lindsay's last year. Mm-hmm. Back to Ultimate Reward. And I've used Ultimate Reward quite a bit. This is probably one of the better heifers I've gotten out of Ultimate Reward. I've been blessed with quite a, quite a few bull calves. Mm-hmm. But Real happy with this heifer. She's very correct, very good lines, very well balanced. Mm-hmm. Probably one of the better balanced heifers in the sale. And she's real deep red. Mm-hmm. And I'm almost thinking that the deep red color is throwing everybody off. We've got so much flash and so much color at the top of the sale that we get that deep red heifer. And it's just really hard to poke a hole in her. Mm-hmm. She's she's just very correct, very well balanced, very even from top mm-hmm. to bottom. Mm-hmm. We've kind of watched the videos. It's kind of neat, the technology we have nowadays. And we've kind of watched the videos, and the videos tell me exactly the same thing. Mm-hmm. This is the least viewed heifer of the offering. Uh-huh. And she might be the most correct of all of them. Right. Most correct balanced heifer. So it's it's kind of it's kind of cool sitting and watching stuff like this as we go. Mm-hmm. Well, she's getting a lot of hits for me right now. <laughs> <laughs> she's really neat, and you almost have to take another minute to sit and look at her. Mm-hmm. And when you do, you start really appreciating where she's at. Mm-hmm. And she appears to me to be one that you can really take on and really make a cow out of. Yes, very very clean fronted and and one that you could you could really get aggressive with on the breeding side is what I like about her. Mm-hmm. She has calving knees on both sides. You know, you could go a lot of different ways with her. You could go with a plus program. You could go with a pure blood program. Mm-hmm. She's one that you wouldn't have to hold back on, even as a heifer. Right. Just keep her right on rolling through. Yes. We go, uh, we go back to another April female here, the, the Lot 5, Tag 5, and she's all white. She is rather interesting. Mm-hmm. Very stout, very big bone, especially for an April. Working on getting her some more belly. Mm-hmm. She's been responding rather well after we got her weaned here. We had four of these meetings. We had mm-hmm. a black one, a red one, and two white ones. Wow. And she is by far the most impressive of the mating. I've never used Soul Blue like this, and I'm real happy. I still have some in the tank, and I'm going to use him again on some heifers now that I see what the mating looks like. Mm-hmm. Rather impressive female. Mm-hmm. 
she needs to uh, belly down, and that will come a little bit with age. Right. But I think she has enough stoutness and power to really, you know, excel in that April mm-hmm. division. Mm-hmm. It's, it's rather interesting to sit here and watch her, especially with her other two full sibs. Mm-hmm. She has by far surpassed them in power mm-hmm. along the way. Right. Um, I think that I think that she's got enough power and stoutness to get over being solid white. Right. I don't use her being solid white against her anymore. Mm-hmm. I think she's well worth it, and the people that have been through so far agree. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of agreement there on. She's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. She sure hits you. Uh, sure she hits does. you hard. And, and yeah. What, what we kind of like about her is she comes into the barn. She comes into wherever she's at with that head up. Mm-hmm. I can see her coming into the show ring, head up and commanding the attention of that show ring. Right. She just has that wow factor to her. Right. And, and I don't know how to explain that real well, but she seems to be one of those heifers that really comes in and just grabs you. Check her video out. Uh, she does. She hits you and, and grabs you and has that, some of them call it that winning attitude. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I would agree with that. <laughs> it's that winning attitude. So you're lot six. We got a March purebred and, and boy, she's, uh, she's, they just keep coming. She is a full sib to lot one, tick greener, but like you said, a younger version of lot one. Mm-hmm. She's really been coming here lately. She's got a lot of friends around here, a lot of people through. She's getting higher, a lot higher on the list. She has all the right pieces of lot one. She doesn't have the rib cage or the depth yet, mm-hmm. but I think she's getting it. And she might be. Just a little rounder muscle, especially in her lower hip, mm-hmm. and a little bigger bone than Lot One. Mm-hmm. So just a tick stouter version of her. And given some time, I, th- I really believe she's going to be there. She could be one of the ones to watch in the sale. If somebody was looking for a greener version, they worked with a little bit, a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. I would check her number off on the list to, mm-hmm. to watch. Mm-hmm. Absolutely agree. I could see a lot of good things coming out of her. Yeah, she uh, she's really super. I could, you know, I could really see a donor cow in the future after she shows mm-hmm. on her. Absolutely agree. The tag seven. We got another purebred January female. Tag 7 has actually had the, the second most business or interest, as you would say, mm-hmm. of the sale so far. A very cool-looking light roan comes from the lady cow family that we discussed earlier mm-hmm. and Cornerstone's backdraft bull. Very deep-bodied. This heifer's ready to go to show, Rick. Yes. The girls have showed her, they've jackpot showed her a couple times. She's been very successful jackpot showing her. She's by far the thickest, deepest ribbed female that we have. Very good haired. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've been, these last couple of days have just been brutal in central Indiana. And when we showed her Saturday and Sunday to people that stopped, to all the visitors that stopped by, we ended up rinsing her three times a day just to keep her cool. 
Oh, wow. She's just gray-haired female. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's ready right now. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think that her future is yet to come. She's going to be one that, that somebody could take and work into a steer program or a heifer program either way. Mm-hmm. And, and they would be extremely happy with where they're at. Mm-hmm. Had a lot of interest out of Texas with her. And I think she would be very, very big, very good for that, for the, you know, the steer market in Texas, mm-hmm. or even, you know, like we said, as a heifer program mm-hmm. after her show career. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're really happy with where Seven's at. We really think she's going to do some big things here. Mm-hmm. And she, again, she's got that look, that that really nice look, and, and that roan just really makes her set off, and then she brings all the pieces to go along with it. She really pops. with That side profile is just, just amazing. Right. We go back solid red here for the Lot 8. Very large-framed female out of a cow that we bought off of Derek Jungles out in North Dakota. Very good maternal instincts. We bred that cow back to legit. Angus Bull from Tyler, mm-hmm. uh, Kate's, and then um, bred that cow back to hot commodity. Mm-hmm. Ended up with this plus heifer. She's a three-quarter shorthorn heifer, uh, solid red, very good, correct, female, very good joints, moves very well, very free, and you could go a lot of different ways breeding this female. Mm-hmm. It's a, just a really good cow prospect. And and will do very well as a show heifer. Right. Cavity knees on both sides and just more of a bold stout type of a female of the sale. Mm-hmm. Agree. Yeah, she's a good one. She's a good one. Now, Wayne, I got to harass you a little bit because, you know, usually these guys will start out with, with their uh, good ones being one, two, and three, and four, and Got to know, why is this heifer down here in lot nine, this plus heifer? <laughs> <laughs> she, okay, so she's she's the blue roan, very deep-bodied rib shape. She's out of a lady capitalist, so mm-hmm. a lady heifer that we bred back to that capitalist 316 bull and then had her out of our Angus herd sire. Mm-hmm. So he is a Witten son. Mm-hmm. Uh, from Flat Rock Farms, mm-hmm. and just an extremely nice female. Mm-hmm. Very good round muscle shape, very good rib shape, very correct. She is only 25%, so she is registrable, mm-hmm. but she will not show it at the national shows mm-hmm. as a shorthorn plus. Mm-hmm. But her bred back to shorthorn, she would have a shorthorn plus calf. Right. A little bit different outcross, but I think would really work as a breeding piece in anybody's program out there. Mm-hmm. Very nice heifer, has a lot of good qualities. And, and when we were putting the sale together, we just, we couldn't leave her out just because she was only 25%. Mm-hmm. And we were just having a hard time leaving her out just because of the way she looked. Right. I think she would be a great cow for anybody's program out there. Mm-hmm. She's going to have a lot of friends, I think. She's got two down here because uh, we were flashing through those pictures and Brandy says, yeah, we got to go see her. Yeah, she's 
she's kind of cool looking uh-huh. in person. Right. We're real happy with where she's at. She is a good one. She's a good one. The end of the heifers here, we got a February, the Lot 10. Lot 10 has really been an up-and-coming heifer. Larger frame version of Lot 7, uh, full sib to Lot 7. Mm-hmm. Moves very well. Just coming on, and this past weekend had a, a lot of friends here. And rightfully so, she's been popping, starting to really develop. I think I think she will be there by sale time. Larger frame heifer, where lot seven's a little more moderate. Mm-hmm. This heifer's a little larger for January. She's going to really be a good breeding piece for somebody down the road. Mm-hmm. Real happy with where she's at or where she's coming over the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And, and it really showed this past weekend. Sunday, we had quite a few people that had her on the top of the list mm-hmm. of what they thought mm-hmm. she's a larger footed bigger legged just just a bigger broader female than seven mm-hmm. but still ties everything together and still moves very well sure does so we were we were kind of happy with what what she's been doing right yes uh 10 high quality females here in the uh, in the sale, and so uh, we we finished there with a with a steer. Yeah, this guy's kind of you know we we start off our description as this guy's kind of different, mm-hmm. and that's a good way to put him for us. We're not a big steer producing program. Mm-hmm. All of my steers seem to look like my heifers, mm-hmm. but every year I kind of put a little bit of different semen in some different cows just to kind of see where where a guy would end up. Right. So. We had some Sunseeker, the old key Sunseeker semen in the tank, and we put it into a Cumberland cow, a Cumberland Eldorado cow, mm-hmm. and we ended up with a, I, I guess the best way to describe him would be a tank. Mm-hmm. He's a real powerhouse. He's extremely heavy boned, big footed. Mm-hmm. Very heavy muscled steer, very large square back one half mm-hmm. type of a calf. Mm-hmm. You know, I kind of wanted the kids to show him, mm-hmm. and I and I couldn't get anybody talked into it. <laughs> uh, Haley's Haley showed him a couple times jackpotting, mm-hmm. and he's done done very well, very successful as the feeder calf option of the jackpot shows so far. We've had a couple of of early shows. Mm-hmm. You know, getting the steer thing, Haley really likes to show heifers, and right. Rylan's kind of on and off on the steers, mm-hmm. and he's already got himself a steer this year. Mm-hmm. So we're offering him up in the sale mm-hmm. just to kind of see where it goes. We've had right. we've had a couple offers so far, so we'll just see what he is. We'll put him out there and, and see where we end up. Mm-hmm. Right. But... Kind of happy with him. Everybody's everybody's kind of grown accustomed to him. So, right. Hopefully, Haley won't decide she wants to show him by the time sale time <laughs> rolls around. Right. But right. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. Right. And and another thing, those females, you get to keep them around. Yeah. So that's yeah. that's a whole lot different deal. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> the hard part about the steers, at mm. least for me. Mm-hmm. It's it's going to the feedlot and leaving the feedlot. Leaving yep. the feedlot's the hard part. Yeah, 
Yeah. But I agree. He's a he's a good one. Uh, and and uh, what a good addition here to to the females. He yeah, just keeps that quality right there and, and keeps it right on going in the steer division. So uh, a little uh, bit different and he's had a little bit of interest. Mm-hmm. So we're we're kind of surprised by that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we're real happy with him being there in the plus steer and he would also be dual registered as a key. Mm, okay. Okay. Good. Uh, sun seeker. So right. we also learned that this past weekend by a visitor. Oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I hadn't put that together yet. Right. Being a shorthorn breeder, it takes me a little bit. Right. Well, that's uh, that's good. Yeah, double double register him wherever you want him, whichever you want him to do, and uh, go for it. And and he'd fit well in either division, in my opinion. Yes, very much so. Great hair, great haired steer. That's great. Wayne, again, just want to congratulate you on a great set here uh, of females in, in this steer. And, and I can understand why the traffic is coming through. If they've seen your Facebook page, uh, Jester Farms, why I would think they've got to come look at them or sure talk to you a little bit more or or uh, look at the videos quite a few times here and see what they want to see. And, uh, guys, I, my experience with Wayne, you call him. And you talk to him, and he's going to tell you what he sees and, and uh, be as honest as he can with you because uh, he buys enough of his own that, that that's what he'd want somebody else to do. Would I be correct in that, Wayne? Yes, very much so. That's what we'd like to be known for up here. Right, and one of the things I've learned about you, and, and so I appreciate that. And what a, what a great set you've got here. Again, guys, that's on Willoughby Sales. That's going to be on September 20th. And so uh, you picked a good day to have that. There's a there's a guy that's got a birthday on that day. So uh, yes, what a good day do. to sell cows. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys have a birthday up there on the 20th? Uh, yes. Okay. My wife's birthday is on that day. So this is all big birthday party for her in disguise. <laughs> well, that's great. That's great. That's mine as well is why, what I was We're really good. getting at. I didn't realize that was hers as well. So that's awesome. That's good. One of the things I like about this, doing there these podcasts, go. is you get to learn so much about other people, and uh, it's very interesting to do that. So, uh, Wayne, anything else about this sale, uh, about these cattle, uh, anything else you want to tell us before we wrap this up? We would love to show all of the cattle off. We really appreciate that. Any questions that anybody would have, we would entertain them. And just like you said, answer them to the best of our ability. And Everybody is invited to the open house on the 18th and the the sale on the 20th. Right. Love to have everybody and welcome any questions that anybody would have. Thank you very much. That is in, in Moreland, Indiana. Yes, sir. And that's uh, not too far from Newcastle area. Right in between Newcastle and Muncie. There you go. A half mile north of 36, very close to Schaefer's. Cates's, Smith's, uh, Myers, right in between everybody's rounds of Central Indiana. Right, yeah. People people could go to to Central Indiana and just almost spend a week looking through uh, all of those cattle. And if if they haven't done that yet and they're planning on it, I hope they put the Jester Farms on their list because it's I, it's going to be worth a stop. Yes, very good group of cattle in Central Indiana. We're really blessed to be right between a, a lot of good breeders that have a lot of good various breeds of cattle. Right, and you guys are running right along with them and uh, doing a very, very nice job with all the success that you guys have had. So, 
Wayne, again, appreciate you uh, putting this together and appreciate you coming on here talking about everything and talking about these cattle. And uh, look on Willoughby Sales. Look on September 20th because uh, Jester Farms are going to be there. Make it to Moreland, Indiana on the 18th for their open house. See the cattle. Eat some good food. Joyce, I, I know she can she can put a nice spread together. She sure did us uh, when we came in there on, on about uh, 20 minutes notice or something. So uh, <laughs> I appreciate that. So. Well, we appreciate having everybody. Thank you very much. Thank you, Wayne. And again, Willoughby Sales, September 20th, Moreland, Indiana, Jester Farms. We want to thank you for following along with us here as Wayne talks about these cattle. And we want to thank you for listening to another edition of Before the Bid podcast. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Before the Bid. For more information and to learn more about upcoming podcasts and sales, visit us at beforethebid.podbeam.com or Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram pages. For information on being a guest on Before the Bid, please email us at beforethebid at gmail.com or one of our social media pages. Remember, that's beforethebid at gmail.com. Happy sales to you, and we will talk to you next time on Before the Bid.